This is a podcast from Minute Media. We say goodbye to Akeem Hicks. Mark Rohde, WSCR Chicago, is with me today. It's a fun, as always, damn it, the Windy City Podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe right here. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend holiday. Summer is here. Bears have an OTA meeting next Tuesday. I'll try to be out at Hallis Hall for that, but I'm going down to Orlando for the Special Olympics Games this weekend. But we do come back on Tuesday. So depending on flight times and whatnot, uh, I will try and make it out there to get you some OTA rigmarole, if you will. And by the way, Celtics in six. That's my NBA Finals prediction. Dewindy City podcast starts right now showtime i figured we would start with you know akeem hicks breaking news that uh he is going to tampa bay i, I even got a graphic for us marco look at that there he is gone Ooh. to the gone to the bucks on a one-year deal for 10 million bucks and uh, i mean i think we all love 96 do we not like wasn't he just a like the i think i would almost say he was the 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 MVP, the coolest part, the best job of the sort of Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy era a little bit, even though he was a, a part of the team before he got here. Because 2016, right, that was his first year, and they went 3-13. and 13. Um, And so he actually, you know, he they inherited him. But it was, he was, he was, I, I just, I always, I always liked Akeem. I thought he was lovely. Uh, I did too, and now you have me thinking of like, yeah, like the MVP of the the Ryan Pace slash uh, Matt Nagy, I guess era. And we know that obviously Ryan Pace precedes Matt Nagy, so he's been there longer. But yeah, I mean, in terms of like actual consistent production during that time, offense or defense. It might be Hick. I mean, my my gut is to say Khalil Mack, but that's just because of the first year he had with the Bears, and he was so impactful, and you can't take that away. But yeah, like he he was a consistent player, and I love uh, Akeem Hicks. He's one of my favorite players to you know doing the sidelines. One of my favorite players to interview. He was a go to guy for me. I know things got a little weird for him last year in training camp with the Bears when he walked out of a training camp or was asked to leave a training camp practice or something, and we never really got clarification on that. I also know that Akeem Hicks had a rough final year with the Bears from a mental side because he wanted to stay with the Bears. He wanted an extension. He didn't want to leave. He he made his name in Chicago with the Bears. So he had no desire to leave the Bears. And I know for a fact that it bothered him all last year that he had to kind of deal with knowing that he wasn't going to be a Bear anymore. Uh, Dan Levy uh, in the family here, writing on in here, what's my family doing here? Hey, buddy, I just sent you a link if you want to join in on the conversation. Levy, a frequent guest to DeWitty oh, City. sick. <laughs> so we'll, we'll oh, see. If, we can get Levy on today. I mean, and, hey, listen, oh, and, and by the way, uh, uh, we're going to be inviting people on the show all the time. We want this show is for you. We want to connect with you, you Chicago Bears nuts out there. Uh, Mark has more knowledge about the Bears than anybody in the business, but this is a, I like to call this a, a, a fun Bears show where uh, <laughs> anything goes. And uh, listen, uh, I've got tons of opinions for you. I always will. 
Uh, but uh, we're, we're here to hang out and talk and talk Bears. But yeah, like I think I'm actually biased on Akeem because sitting with Ed Obradovich, uh, Akeem <laughs> Hicks is more valuable than Khalil Mack. Oh, uh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. He's out yeah. there. He's taking up space, man. Yeah. They, the, those D linemen love that. He's taking up space. <laughs> you think that Mack would be getting all those sacks, all those tackles without Hicks taking out two guys? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. 96 more valuable than 52. No problem. I got it. Uh but he uh, he did a lot off the field, right? It was really interesting what you said though, Marco. He he wanted to be here, right? The yes. wanted Oh, to- absolutely. Absolutely. Oh yeah, he wanted to be here for the rest of his career. I think he fell in love with being a bear and playing in Chicago and the whole thing. And he was like, you know, I I actually understand why the Bears didn't want to invest in him again. I mean, they invested in him twice. They signed him when they did in free agency, and then they gave him an extension. So they took very good care of Akeem Hicks. And unfortunately, with age and inability to be on the field um, and just the new regime, there was no more room for Akeem Hicks at at this point. So you think they made the right decision, new regime, the hits philosophy, everybody doing things the right way. Akeem doesn't he fall under that umbrella, right? Like, oh, is it that? Yeah, that's a great. That's a good point, Marco, because he he does. I guess maybe I would lean more on you know the ability to stand the field. I think that that's a like the Akeem Hicks thing, like not being with the Bears. That is a classic case of like this regime really wanting their uh, their own fresh start and. They're not going to bring some old head veteran who's seen it all with the Bears organization come around. Like That doesn't seem like a great match on the surface. Lakeen are weighing in here. Thank you, uh, Lakeen. We appreciate the compliment. You're doing a great job in your own broadcasting world, so thank you for checking out the Windy City. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Uh, we love you. We need you, and we appreciate you. Uh, yeah, I – I don't want to go where I'm about to go, and I had this further down in the rundown, Marco, but I'm going to do it anyway. Do it, Marco. So, okay, we we, we, we don't want you, Akeem, because we want to put our own philosophy on the team. Let's get let's get away from the old school. Let's get on to the new school. I, I'm all in Kyler Gordon. Okay, you, you love him. That your first draft pick, that's great. Jaquan Brisker, let's go double rookie up in the secondary. I, I'm in. No problem. However... When we show up at OTAs last week, and you pointed this out to me for the record, I did not notice it. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a newbie out. <laughs> I'm a, it's hard, man. Yeah, I, I don't know how you, the Bear reporter, does this so well. Just, just, oh yeah, you can see that uh, Jalen Johnson is running with the twos. I'm like, I have no idea who's with the ones or with the. I'll, I'll get there someday, but I'm not there yet. But you pointed it out to me, Jalen Johnson's running with the twos, and so how how is that possible? Like. Like you, you've got a rookie cornerback over here. You've got you can't tell me that Kendall Veldor is better than Jalen Johnson. And so here's where I didn't want to go, but I'm going there right now. I'm getting a little bit just a drop. And I like you, Matt Eberflus. You're a lovely flus. I'm with you, but I'm getting I'm getting <laughs> I, I'm I'm getting a drop of Jim Boylan, like Zach. Oh. Yeah, like a drop of boiling Zach Levine, like he's trying to teach Zach Levine the right way. And so they're like, yeah, we're just missing, you know, and the, the Bears are downplaying it. We're just messing around with combinations. So like, hold on a second here. 
maybe maybe you don't think that Jalen Johnson is following all the hit principles here, but that that that's your number one cornerback, pal. Like, don't be making some weird Jim Boylan statements like you're gonna run with the twos now. Like, I am am I am I you can tell me I'm too far out over my skis here, but that's that was my I had a Jim Boylan floose moment. I, I actually think that's pretty good, man. Like, I don't think we're there yet, but like, there is like that's like a that's like a Jim Boylan warning. The conditions were favorable <laughs> to make that comp right there. It was like, be careful, everybody, because if he the next three words out of your mouth, Eberflus, better be something really good because you got one chance to 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 back up the truck and not let Mark Carmen make a comp of Jim Boylan with you. But I mean, with the hits thing, like the punch in the clock in the morning kind of thing, like that totally sounds like what they're doing. Hopefully the results will be different and the teaching points are better. Like there's not ridiculous timeouts or anything like that. But I, let me, let me take it from this direction on Jalen Johnson. I hope that this coaching staff knows that by far at this moment, the the best cornerback on that team is again mark by far Jalen <laughs> johnson by far it is not kendall vildor it is not yet kyler gordon um it is not thomas so like fill in the blank cornerback like he is by far their best cornerback who they have under control so if they want a little bit right now and and put them on the two just because and we don't know we don't know what happened that's the thing like we're all like wondering like did jail is it because he didn't show up to some of the earlier season workouts is if he's kind of got that little bit of moxie about him and he was a high roller in the previous regime and all that kind of stuff you know so to speak so we don't really know why i mean i think a lot of the guesses have been good but all I could say, Mark, is that I hope that they know, and I'm pretty sure they know, that Jalen Johnson is their best quarterback by a mile right now. Yeah, but I I would think they do. But it, listen, you can try different combinations, and you can try it with Jalen Johnson as the one. Hey, Kyler. We can try some different combos here. We're gonna we're gonna bring up Kindle to run with Jalen here. We're gonna we're, you could you could do a million different things, but you leave him at the one to drop him down to the two. I get back into my Jim Boylan here and and think that you're trying to make some weird point that maybe Jalen's not as on board as you would like him to be. And then the Bears can sit there and they can point to and Courtney Cronin over doing a, a great job over at ESPN.com. She detailed the stats here. Bears. Last in passer rating allowed, 103.3. Give yeah. up the second most yards per attempt, 7-6. Finished with the third fewest interceptions, 8. By the way, five of those came from the safety position. One from the cornerback, and that was Jalen, but he had one big interception. So, And then there's 31 passing touchdowns as well. So, And I thought that, that actually was the highlight moment for me of all the OTA uh, press conferences when, hey, Jalen, you guys sucked last year. He's like, well, did we? Well, here are yeah. the, and the, and the media. The, the media just busts out the stats to the guy. And he's like, "Oh, well, uh, you know." Uh, uh, like, yeah, yeah. He kind of got cornered. It was, 
Uh, so, I mean, they have, a, I guess they have a leg to stand on, but on the other hand, it's like, you can't blame this guy. He was guarding the, the number one receiver every damn game. Uh, and it wasn't like they were, they had some massive pressure that he, you know, he didn't have the best of it. Yeah. Now, uh, so I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, you, you, you know, him better than I do. Like what's your read on the Johnson personality? Cause I was like, I Oh mean, yeah. He's turned into an interesting guy. Like he's always sort of had this, like really wanting to, I think, give interesting answers. Like, I think that's his goal. He doesn't always necessarily uh, deliver in that regard. But I think like, because oftentimes when you ask him a question, he'll repeat the question. Jalen Johnson, which I'm sure is like a pretty good technique that is taught to players. Like really think about the question that's being asked. If you have to repeat the question out loud so you can think about it more, but I think he, I think he's one of these guys who is is actually, I don't know if he likes doing the media thing, but I think he he likes the questions, and I think he likes to kind of try to give a deep answer. And then obviously we we now now know that he and you know we've had little bits and pieces of of this in the past with him too. He he does not take well to anybody thing the team himself. Um, even last year in training camp, I remember, I don't remember who it was. Somebody was beating him. I don't know. Maybe it was Demir bird or something like that. And we all asked him about what was, what was going out there. And he goes, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I didn't see anything. So, and he was kind of like <laughs> winking at us, but he, he just wouldn't give us an answer. He wouldn't say anything. He wouldn't say that Demir bird was playing well. So he's got that like sort of hyper competitive, like you know, I'll 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 answer your questions in a fun way, but if you start to challenge me or my teammates, I'm gonna I'm not gonna play ball with you guys. Right, and, and okay, that's what I was kind of getting. Like, oh, you just kind of want to play up there and have a little banter, but then it was then all of a sudden that banter turns into here are the stats and how bad you guys were. That's a little uncomfortable, Jalen. Uh, excuse me. You, I, you, you did have a, you know, a pretty decent second year, and you were great as a rookie. But uh, the team was terrible, and you were a part of this terrible team. So uh, we'll point it out to you. And he, he, he acts like he has something to prove. But I also feel like he, there's a part of him is like, don't, don't, don't point at me. Like, right. Well, you know what's funny? Now that I'm thinking about this, man. Last year, I, I asked him a question. I believe it was Jalen Johnson. I and I prefaced it with something like you're having a good year but something other blah 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 and then he challenged me on he said something to me like why do you think i'm having a good year and i think so, i remember so, that remember that yeah i, I do like, I... I don't know like the, you're just good the way you the way you deflect the football you're just good it's just the way it's like the scene in goodfellas it's like the way you just... tell a story it's just yeah. funny you know <laughs> shout out ray Liotta, uh r.i.p yeah. right hey, you know you, right no i listen i'm all i'm all for it Dude, let's be friends yeah yeah all right i i'll, I'll move on from jalen uh marco akeem i just i don't know if you have a favorite akeem uh hicks moment before i move on from him and i i bring in who could have been the new akeem but I, I just, you know, I went back and looked at it, and we start we started this at the top here uh, with Hicks. By the way, follow the Windy City Podcast if you're just joining right now. Hit that subscribe button. We need you. We love you. But 2016, he comes to the team. Uh, they lost six of his first seven games as a Bear. 
They finished three and 13. The next year, 2017, last year at John Fox, by the way, congratulations to John Fox landing in Indianapolis as a defensive guru coach, not the coordinator, but just hanging out. John Fox back Are you at serious? it. Serious? I yes. have not heard that. Oh he's my a, God. John Fox is a cult. He's 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 he following is. he's Eberflus out, Fox in in Indy, him and Frank Reich buddies. Uh Fox, he's back at it, man. The he, last he, time that guy was into his job on a daily basis was Carolina. Right. Okay. Like he's just been living the good life in the NFL. He uh, there was I forget where I read the piece today, but uh, he went. He's like it was real tough, you know. I went from Carolina to Denver to the Bears, right? Bang, bang, oh. bang. No one's ever yeah. done that in the history of the game. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, little pat on the back. Yeah. Hey, look at that. He's had a hell of a career when you put it that way. You know. Yeah, he, he has, and he's made a ton of money and all that. But uh, and hopefully he's taking care of his dough. But. Apparently he bought some house in Marco Island and then he was sitting there doing nothing in Marco Island. I was like, I'm bored. Let me call up my guy, Frank Reich and see if I can get back in the game. And here he is with the Colts. Here comes John Fox. <laughs> oh my God. It's so unnecessary. It's like, so John's un fine. I know you're, you're, you're friends and you want to take care of you, but he's going to be fine. He's got, he can go to a lake and just stay there the whole summer. If he wants to, don't worry about John, no sympathy hire. Yeah, and and hey, you want to give back, John? I don't. I mean, I don't need to get into the foxy crosshairs here, but coach a high school team, do something cool like that. Give back to the youth of America. You don't need to be like uh, too much back work. Too much work. Yeah. Too much work. Yeah, probably true. Probably true. Yeah. Um. But so I was just looking back at Hicks. Like, okay, so you you started you started in the Fox regime. You go three and thirteen. Then your next year, you lose four of your first five seasons. Over, you go five and eleven. So you're eight and twenty-four. Here comes the savior. You win twelve games in Nagy's first year. You're you yeah you, you had it. One damn stop down the field, but you you couldn't stop Nick Foles and company. And so you put it in Trubisky's hands, who they finally let throw the football, who got him in range. Then Cody Parkey happened, and then in essence, Akeem Hicks is any chance of success with the Bears died. A couple of eight and eights and yeah. six and eleven out the door. <laughs> And everybody, and everybody on that team, you know, right. and we're not over, we're not over it yet. I was talking about this not too long ago, and I used, like, Akeem Mix is a good example, but I, I just was lazy and used Mitchell Trubisky. Like, well, actually, that's not lazy. That the We are not over, Bears fans are not over that era of Bears football. It's too soon, too soon. Like, it's all, everything is happening so fast. They're not over Mitch Trubisky even. And that's always obvious when people try to tell me that Mitch Trubisky is going to be a starter again in the NFL, which I'm sorry. I like Mitch. Nice guy. Uh, probably a decent backup. Never going to be a starter again. That's just the way it's, it's going to be for, for Mitch Trubisky, unfortunately, for him. So, yeah, it's like I don't think Bears fans are over it and everything has happened. You've got a, another new quarterback. You know, obviously with Justin Fields in his second year, a brand new regime now, and people are still trying to get over Akeem Hicks and Mitch Trubisky in the 2018 Bears. Yep. And part of that movement, Marco, was okay, we, if we're not going to sign Akeem, we got to get over this and we got to we got to implement implement the Flus defense. We we need that uh, that we need we need the th hashtag Flus. We need the three <laughs> technique. Where's my guy Grover up in heaven thinking of you, buddy? Three <laughs> technique. <laughs> Yeah, love love you less, but uh, Larry Okanjobi 
was supposed to be the dude. And I'm just noticing that there's like this Oak and Joby conversation going on out there in Bears land right now. Like people are wondering if maybe they'll come back to Oak and Joby uh, and, and pay him a different, you know, you were you were her take a flyer on Oak and Joby, right? If you're looking at me very confused. So you don't see this as something that's going to uh, happen. No, I'm Mark. I'm sorry. Am I confused? Look, I'm just taking it all in, man. I'm just taking it all in. I, uh, but yeah, the, to answer the question, look probably was because I do not think there's any chance Larry Ogunjobi comes back to the Bears, probably for a couple of reasons, because from his perspective, you know, although I don't know that Ogunjobi has a right to be angry with the Bears because the Bears did their due diligence with the medical report, it's still got to hurt. And it, it's still guilt by association from Ogunjobi. Well, damn it. You know, I, it was all excited. You know, he probably planned a different way of life because he got his, uh, you know, another nice extension uh, and, you know, from the Bears where they weren't going to overpay him or anything crazy like that. So I, I don't think from from that, his perspective, but nor do I. And, and the only way the Bears would bring him back at this point is if they got got him at reduced salary and, you know, a one or two year deal. And again, if Ogunjobi is going to offer services like that to a team, I just don't think it's going to be the Bears at this point, which is unfortunate uh, because I like Larry Ogunjobi and I was excited about him just like everybody. But it's just I think from both camps, it would be awkward at this point. And, you know, until further notice, they're they're rolling with Justin Jones as their three technique. Justin Jones, Travis Gibson, uh well, Travis that? will be more of a defensive end. You know, okay. you got Quinn and Travis, you know, because now you're in your 4-3. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, with those two cats, Quinn and, and Travis Gibson on, you know, on the outside. It's so funny. Like, I almost just threw in a uh, a Bilal Nichols, but obviously the Bilal Nichols is, is gone from this team. I mean, Kyrus Tonga is still on the roster. That, You've that's got, what I was trying to think uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, El-Kadeem Muhammad, another guy. Um, who will be expected to take down the quarterback at times and play along that defensive line. So really, yeah, Muhammad and, and Justin Jones are your two big names that you brought in anyway. It doesn't mean that they have to be starters, but, you know, obviously it's, it's, it, things turned a little bit tricky since the, the Larry Ogunjobi deal fell through, Carmo. So, so Marco, as I was thinking of uh, hot topics for the show today on May the 31st, as we get ready for the final OTA and the mandatory minicamp, uh, can you name what the hell is the strength of this Bears team? Like, is there anything that you could say that they're good at? Uh, which, by the way, a lot of people have been winning eight, nine games, and when I look at the schedule, I think they might do it too. Uh, but like, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. Like, like, but seriously, like, what? is the actual strength of this football team. They run the ball well. I don't know if we can say that, right? I mean, you've got uh, some... I, I, I would say, yeah. I mean, I think the first thing that jumps to mind, it's not like it's better than – well, maybe it is better than a lot of NFL running backs. From, but, yes, David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert has proved to be a really nice combination of running backs. I think that the other position where – I am very curious to see how it, it goes down this year is linebacker and that combination of Nick Morrow and Roquan Smith, I think could be interesting and in some of the other pieces that are there. So I would say if I had to say, 
I would say it's those two positions running back in uh, the old linebacker Ruski. Okay. Uh, yeah, that doesn't, it's just, it, 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 that, that excites no one, right? Like, ah, I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's, it's fine. I, I think, like, yeah. I, I think what Bears fans, I think there's no, there's like, about, it's like, it's like, forget, forget position strength. There's a few strengths individually on the Bears. Let's call it what it is, right? There's a few players who Roquan Smith stands out as a player that he's pretty well proven, but that's not the linebacker's position. That's just a player. Like I'm pretty confident, you know, uh, coincidentally or ironically, I am, I'm pretty confident that Jalen Johnson is a pretty good NFL player and he's going to be totally fine this year. But yeah, to like, to look at position groups right now for the bears. I mean, it's just been this, they are just filling roster spots. It's sort of this rank and file pedestrian like roster that they put together so far. Uh, I'm curious if anybody wants to jump in on the chat. Do you care about anything else other than Justin Fields on this football team? Also like, <laughs> like same old, right? Yeah. Like seriously, fields, 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 and more fields. Like I don't, I, for, for me, like, if the defense gives up 40 points, personally, I don't care. Actually, I'm probably happy about it. Let's get a high draft pick. Give up all the points. Um, I'd like to see Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker play well. But if they're – I don't know. Like, Justin jo- Justin Jones is getting pressure for the Bears. Um, <laughs> Robert is, is, is still going to be here and, and care. Um, right, right. That's another good name. So, uh, do, by the way, do you think Robert Quinn is here come – September the 11th and the oh Niners? Oh, my God. That is such a great question. Um, it's so long off. I would say, oh, man, I'm going to say no. I think that they might trade him. I really do. I think that there's so much time now that both camps – well, we I, I shouldn't say the Bears, but at least the Quinns, you know, there was a little bit of noise that he is requesting a trade through other channels and stuff like that. Then and then the Bears, like they, they, you know, they, they've thrown out the respect they have for Robert Quinn, but they have admitted they don't know what's going to happen between now and the start of the season. And, you know, that based on everything they're doing, it would be good to trade them. Right. I love Robert and Quinn. Me too. Great story. He had, uh, you know, nearly died in high school, had a terrible first season but clearly dedicated himself physically to coming back, did come back, was the best defensive player on the team last year in a year that you could have easily checked out at different points. Robert could do that. Give the guy credit, but it is a little odd to me that you want out the door, but also, okay, I get it. You're a vet, and the Bears are not trying to win football games, although the that is not the Flus philosophy, baby. Flus is no. trying to get this – he's trying to get it done. Which is why I think they could get to, I don't know, the seven, eight win range. Because I, I do think you're going to get, unless things go completely Jim Boyle and sideways to rewind back to where we started the show. I think you're going to get, you'll squeeze every bit of uh, juice out of the lemon, so to speak, this year. I, I, th- I think because you had a lot of try hard guys at that. The, 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 the character, the football character of everyone they've brought in seems strong. Oh, yeah. And it seems like that that is like such a huge part of, what they care about right now. Like they really haven't gotten to uh, how are we going to win football games? You know, right now (laughs) it is so much about like 
get, you know, cutting guys, signing guys, obviously having drafted guys and really, I mean, they really are setting whatever their base is, whether it's culture. And I guess it is because they've thrown all that stuff out at us, but they have done, they have been very diligent in this first, which what I hope is the first phase and that there's more phases than what they've done in terms of who they've brought in and who they've not brought in on the roster. But I think this is very much a phase and this phase that they're in does not emphasize the players yet. Like it doesn't, it, it is how the players, here's how we want the players to comport themselves. Yes. And then maybe still before the season, but probably more next year and the years to come, then you'll see the next level, the foundation thrown down and that will focus more on, we really want you to meet this player and here's what he does well, as opposed to like all the Justin Fields evaluation. Most has been, you know, that he's a great guy who his teammates love and who's a great leader and is first at Hal's Hall and last out at the end of the day. Yeah, but how, what about his ability to read a defense? How, how's that? What about the intermediate passing game? What about rolling him out? Does he actually do that better? What about his footwork? Like, that's what I want to know now, and we're not getting much of it. You just hit on a point that I found very interesting this offseason, which is, uh, you know, they, they the Bears are, are doing everything they possibly can to sell you that Justin Fields is working harder than anyone, cares more than anyone. No. Is first guy in, first guy, last guy <laughs> out. Absolutely. Like, there's... Yep. Yep. I mean, folds his laundry better than anyone. Uh, you know, he sat with Eberflus and they and they watched tape together. Uh, every coach that you talk to, I Luke Getzey can't cannot throw enough compliments the way of Justin Fields. So, is is it only me that is just like? Uh, are, are we worried that this guy has uh, that he needs a, a lot of pats on the back here? Like, I feel like I'm getting a sell job here. I think that it, the, the sell job is not for the sake of Justin Fields. I think it's for the sake of all the questions that we've asked and the obvious fan interest that exists. And right now, they don't have answers in terms of his football prowess. Like, they just don't. And I understand that. I actually do. As ancient, my desire to get real concrete answers is still there. And I'll still ask the questions. But right now that they know that I think that they're actually being weirdly on it. Like, I think they're being honest. Like, I think they do like him. And I think they have seen all those mm. off the field things from Justin Fields and all those things matter. But at this point, like I, I asked the question last week, Mark, I think you were there. Like, well, I just did the general check-in essentially on just like what, okay. Every week he does something different or better. What was Justin Fields this weekend for the first time at Eberflus, in a while gave like something concrete he said he likes the way he throws the deep ball he was like man that guy can that guy can throw like i was like thank you thank you like that's it that's interesting to hear you say that i don't know if you noticed but every time you ask a question i tweet the answer uh <laughs> i didn't know that i appreciate you charting me <laughs> yeah so i i i i literally tweeted Flus loves justin fields deep ball hashtag Flus or whatever the hell i said and that tweet, like for, it got, I don't know, two hundred likes. People are just so into freaking Justin Fields. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. Especially when there's something like, like that. Like I think people are okay 
like like if we're gonna talk about Twitter land and Twitter interactions, the old Justin Fields is a great leader. They're not they're not doing those tweets aren't doing as well anymore. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like the first in, first out, like they they'll always do well, but not like as well. The throwing down field, like yeah, you're gonna get some retweets on something like that. Um, and I just hope that more and more we we hear th- positive things like that. But that I guess they're doing their diligence, man. I guess we shouldn't like I shouldn't be mad. Yeah, no, that's fine. There, there, there's nothing to be mad about. It's it's all it's all positive. It's all there's fans out there. I love you. You want as much fields info as possible this is the oh future. yeah this is you you're you're Mark, tied to one yes can i tell you something last sure. year somebody um pitched me a doing a podcast which would essentially have been just about justin fields it would have been 30 minute update sound bites you know, insight from other people around the league and what about what did Justin Fields? It would have been a 30 minute like podcast a few times a week <laughs> was pitched to me. Now for some technical, not technical reasons, for some rights reasons, it got it, the whole thing just was going to be a non-starter. But to your point and to other people's point, we understand. Yeah, we know like, hey, it's he's the most interesting guy by far on that team still. In terms of what I'm interested in, what fans are interested, what you're interested in, Mark, and what, you know, obviously media companies are interested in. So, yeah, yeah, we we get it all, right? Just like we the Marquee Chan, we get it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag the reporters. Uh, yeah. Good job, Danny Park. It's hosting that show, buddy. Uh, Marco, okay, I got two more from you. I know you're a busy fellow getting up tomorrow morning back with Molly, correct? That is correct. I will be there through Friday this week on the score. Yes. Uh, five, five AM baby. Five to nine. All right. Ooh, yes, so, sir. Okay. Okay. So I got two things for you. One, does anyone on the bears and I'm taking Justin Fields out of this thing. So does anyone other than Justin Fields, if that makes sense, have more to prove this year than one Cole Komet, who is still searching for the end zone. And we talked to him last week. And, and and I'm and he seemed like a. It's my first time talking to Cole Komet. He was a lovely Cole Komet, uh, oh, yeah. but uh, you know the, he he has been uh, objectively underwhelming. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Let's, there, there's right. a word. So I don't know. I think I'm like, I'm thinking of like guys who have something to prove this year. Cole Komet, you're you seem to me like right at the top of the list. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's a great example. Like, because, right, he doesn't, there's no more built in excuse. You're not young anymore. You're in your third year. You have to produce second round picks, should be productive starters at the NFL level. That is absolutely a fact. That is the case typically. Um, you know, you don't want this because remember, you know, they, they had this occur with Adam Shaheen too, where every year they gave the guy a chance and he just, it never panned out. So, you know, and, and I think he's better than Adam Shaheen. And, you know, he had he had like about 600 yards last year. But the big goose egg, as you mentioned, you can't have zero. If you're a tight end and you look like a tight end and Cole Komet does, you can't have zero touchdowns. And that, that part, I don't think, falls on him. I mean, they were a mess in the red zone last year with the Bears. 
So, yeah, I agree. He's got a lot to prove for the Bears this year, and he seems to be into it just from talking to him last week, as you said. I think that it's um, – you talk about something to prove this year, man. The Tevin Jenkins thing is just massive. Like, he's got so much to prove because there are a lot of people who are doubting him um, at this point because of – just solely because of the back injury. You come into the NFL with a back injury, it's hard – to have the same enthusiasm but let's not forget how good this guy was at in college at Oklahoma State and he played mostly right tackle so he's got a chance but he I I feel like he's really gotta he's gotta be good this year or else he's gonna have a a, I think a meandering career in the NFL that's he basically said that himself like I, I thought he was incredibly uh honest with I, you know, I got to prove to these guys that I can be on this football team like that. He wasn't, it wasn't talking about like being an all pro or anything else other than the fact, like I got to prove that I'm, um, cause it's a new regime yeah. and who, you know, who knows what the hell they think of me and, and chances are they don't necessarily think that well of me, uh, considering my back injury history and all that. It's, it's a, it's a great call on Tevin. Um, all right, Marco, I'm going to give you a chance to to make the Windy City podcast history, or not really, but we're going we're gonna to go back to this at the end of the season. We're going to have a seasonal recap with you, uh, if you're willing. And and uh. th- who will be the Chicago Bears' breakout star for 2022? Who will be the Bears' breakout oh, star that we'll be, we'll be talking about after the season? Like, oh, sweet Kyler Gordon. Oh my God, Treston Ebner! Oh well, Justin Fields, you did it, buddy. Or you could go with a Tevin Jenkins, a Cole Komet. Oh my God, Travis Gibson. Who knew we had this guy in mothballs too much? So we got some options here. Not someone that you're going to feel overly confident in, but take a flyer, baby. Where are you going? All right, I'm going to name a guy that you did not mention right there in the multiple choice. I hope that wasn't the only multiple choice that no, you were giving me. <laughs> The board is open. <laughs> you, you, you you could even go off the board, baby. Somebody that might that oh. might sign. Oh, I could be like, give me Thomas Graham Jr. or something like that. I could like go like super deep. This is the year of Kyrus Tonga. He's gonna have this breakout. <laughs> hey, hey, Trev. Actually, Travis Gibson would be a pretty good one. Now that's that's getting real. Um, all right, I'm gonna go with for the sake of knowing that I'm gonna be back on the show and we're gonna be talking about it. I am going to say I'm going to go with Bayless Jones Jr. I'm going to go with Bayless. He'll be the guy. He'll be the guy that we're talking about. He'll be like, wow, he's better than Tariq Cohen was. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like, oh, this guy. Oh, and he's such a great guy, too. And he's, he's old. Oh, he's old. So that's cool. And he doesn't party. So, yes, I'm going to go Bayless Jones Jr. very confidently. You shamed, like, I think if they could pick somebody, they might pick him. They need him. They need Bayless to be Ooh. all that. The Bears. Oh, they, they would pick him. What to do as like, that guy that you were said, talking hey, about right now? Hey, Flus. Any of these guys can break out for you. Uh, who do you, who do you want? Take pick someone. And oh, if, like I think they if if they could if Bayless could be what they're hoping Bayless could be that could have as big of impact as anything on this team. You he oh, you yeah. want to give Justin Fields some weapons. He could. If he really does what you just said, like maybe he's impacting you from the backfield, maybe he's impacting you from the slot, maybe he's impacting you on special teams. 
split him out wide. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of ways that guy could impact the team if he actually hits. I also wonder, like, is this going to be the year that Darnell Mooney really busts out? Because he's had a really nifty NFL career so far. He really has. I mean, overachieving in his first year as a fifth-round pick and just looking like look play the part. Then last year he has 1,000 yards. So and he and Justin Fields are close on and off the field. I just wonder, like, and especially because Mooney is the guy, like, is is like, is there going to be like, is this the year where we stop questioning whether or not Darnell Mooney could be a number one receiver? So that's an interesting guy to look at too. For sure, for sure. I love Darnell Mooney. You you you, you give do. you give it your all, Moon. You're 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 you're. Uh, he's you're, a good Mooney. He's a good Mooney. Uh, one comment before we get on out here from our guy Raymond having Hicks. Is if he's uh, if he's healthy for 35, 40 plays a game, in my opinion, is better than him not playing at all, just for his leadership and locker room presence. I'm hey Raymond, I think we're both with you, brother. I, I think I, I I am at least. I wouldn't have minded a, a 35 to 40 play a game. Akeem Hicks signed up sure. and right. Come on, come on. No, yeah. no, 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 no one, no one's fighting you on that one, Raymond. And Raymond, hit that subscribe button. It's it's good for you. Hit, turn those notifications yeah. on. We need more of you, Raymond. Let's have lunch. Oh. Let's 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 <laughs> let's have a cupcake. Wait, I don't have that. <laughs> no, no, you're 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 good. It's it's it, this is you can or you, you don't have to. I'm I'm in. Where's Dan um, Levy? What happened to Levy? He was supposed to be. Uh, I what wish happened? I could. I, uh, well, what happened to Dan Levy? I he said uh, he's on the air right now. He's he's giving a traffic update on uh, on V103. Oh, uh, what if I this, could on the air right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, he's he's talking to Brett Boone, um, or Boone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's up, buddy? I don't know what you think about it. Levy gets the best. I think he's a punk. Um, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a good boon, though. He's a good Levy. He's a good boon. He, he's a good Levy. He's a good boon. Hey, Marco, I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks, Grody. Mark. I'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Hit that subscribe button, everybody, and follow at Mark Grody Sports, at the Carm. Bears fans, we've got uh, – we got a little OTA week and uh, then uh, mandatory mini camp coming up here. So the offseason moving quick here. You can smell training camp if you if you just you know give a take a little the moment in time. Thanks for watching, Marco. You the man. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Mark. See you, buddy. It feels good. You know that's uh, what I played mostly in college. So. Uh, it is comfortable. It is nice. And uh, I do look forward to keep on getting these reps at right tackle. I play wherever they need me. Get in where you fit in. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. I don't really know how to answer that. coming. So basically you're saying, how do I weigh... Can you ask it again? Can you ask it again? What were your initial, what were your initial thoughts on the schedule when you saw these home games, road games, when the buy is, those types of things? Doesn't matter. It does not matter. I could care less. It doesn't matter that your buy is in December. That's the latest. Nope.
like doing Pilates or is it like torture? <laughs> you ever do a Pilates workout? It is. Yeah. It is. Oh my God. Oh. So I'm trying to get more uh, cleansed out. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.